welcome to another edition of Conversations and Connections, the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the agency. With me, have Will Wyndham. Hey, Will. Good afternoon. <laughs> and Tiffany Walsh. Hey there. Hey. So, um, it, you know, believe it or not, it's, it's been a heck of a year. Christmas is just around the corner. So I, I kind of thought what we might do today, and I know this was a really big deal last year and maybe the year before, um, taking a couple of the old standard Christmas songs and just kind of dissecting them from a... Um, a prevention point of view, maybe. Uh, of course, everybody, uh, you know, the big hullabaloo last year and the year before was Baby, It's Cold Outside. And I was just a little disappointed, which it might be good because, Tiffany, you've never heard of that song before, right? No, I've never actually paid attention to the lyrics. I've of course, in the background, but... Tiffany's a child. <laughs> No. Young and thriving. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but but Tiffany is rather young, so I'm interested to get her take on it. I thought about trying to play clips of the song, then I started looking at copyright stuff, and I, I would hate for us to get snagged on a copyright infringement for, um, for even playing a clip of a song, which um, I have heard and I've read that that is a possibility whether or not that would happen. Um, I really don't know. But uh, anyway, so the whole deal, Tiffany, did you get a chance to read the read the lyrics? I sure did. Um, I got to just read off it. just off the top of your head, off the cuff. What do you think? It is very oh, almost sexual in a underlying. Okay, what? is the baseline of this meetup and what are you really trying to achieve here and what if i really read into the lines um and we're gonna say that this is a guy and a girl which i think that's how it's been viewed at societally as long as it's been out um it doesn't seem like it might start as a casual hangout but it's like well don't hold out and right. some other lines in there that make me think that there's ulterior motives. Well, and you know, I'm going into this under the assumption that most people know what we're talking about. Maybe I should back up. <laughs> uh, for people like Tiffany, Baby It's Cold Outside um, was a song written years ago. I'd say at least in the, I think it debuted in a movie like in, in the 50s. And the whole premise is a, a man and woman, they're at his home, I would assume. And uh, she's, I guess they're on a date, they're wrapping it up, she's ready to leave, and he's doing everything in his power to keep her from going home. And it's almost an, I don't know if I'd say, an, well, maybe kind of an argument, maybe not quite an argument, but she's like, I need to go, I need to go. And he's like, no, you need to stay, it's cold outside. And some of the lyrics are just a little... A little pushy. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. And, Will, I know we've talked about it before at different coalition meetings and, and stuff. I don't know if, from a male perspective... And, 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 and let's be honest, guys. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people are saying, okay, are we, is this 
are we going overboard on being offended or questioning these lyrics? Yeah, I think it's uh, worth taking a look at. Clearly, just uh, you've got the generational difference, I think. How did it take, you know, 40 years for people to realize this? And then, um, you know, I guess whether people are offended or not, it just sort of underlines the way that uh, in the back of our conscious, these uh, songs and things we hear have always kind of driven this idea of like a male-dominated society. Right. Well, and, you know, I think, first of all, I think you, gotta, you may have to consider when this song was written, the roles of men and women, you know, in prevention, we're, we always talk about uh, gender socialization. Well, back then, I don't even think, well, gender socialization was, yes, entrenched in society, but I don't think people were aware of the consequences Well, it was of the it. normal. It was what Oh, it was very normal deemed as acceptable at a time at the time and there's still those who see that as the way that they want it to be but i'd say a good majority of the society is straying from that right from the 50s especially i mean that was 70 years ago times have changed um so a lot of people are looking at this now and the societal changes of today's day and age and they're like whoa that's pretty they're taking it differently than at right. the time it was written. And, of course, I got my handy-dandy phone out. Uh, that The song originated in a movie called Neptune's Daughter. Um, and for those of y'all who want a little extra... Tri- oh, the movie was uh, 19, 1949. So, yeah, the 50s. And the song was sung, uh, Ricardo Montalban... If you, Whitney does, um, Whitney, sorry, (laughs) Tiffany doesn't even know who that is. If you're a fan of the old Fantasy Island uh, TV series, like the old Fantasy Island from the 70s, he was Mr. Rourke. And (laughs) Tiffany's looking at me like I have roaches (laughs) crawling out of my nose. Like, what are you talking about? Anyway, I, I, I digress on that. But anyway, so uh, just for some of the lines, uh, she is saying, my mother will start to worry. And he says, beautiful, watch your hurry. My father will be pacing the floor. He says, you know, listen to the fireplace roar. So really, I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Well, maybe just a half a drink more. And I'll put some records on while I pour. And then it goes on to where then um, she's saying, hey, what's, what's in this drink? I know that was one of the key lines that some people had some issues with. And then we were listening to the song uh, before we started recording, and I didn't really think about it. But then, like Tiffany said, um, he is saying, baby, don't hold out. She's saying, I really can't say, I really can't stay. Then he's saying, well, baby, don't hold out. Oh, you're very pushy, you know. And he says, I like to think of it as opportunistic. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I think uh, you just have these clear examples here of how, you know, we often say now when we talk about these things where 
Essentially, when a woman tells a man no, it's the beginning of a game, we like to say, where this man believes that he can compel submission of this woman uh, by all these tactics that he uh, uh, can you know, launch in his favor. And, and clearly, that's what you see here is where she's saying that she's got to go and it's cold and people will worry and he continually has a response for it every time in a way to to try to compel the submission of her to either stay or whatever he's getting at here and i think some of the underlying themes are just very apparent there you know you must have a drink you must have this music perhaps the drink is spiked and so it reminds me of a video on youtube you can find it's called the guy that just can't take no for an answer and of course it's two males in this but i would say find that video and give it a watch and it gives a good example of kind of the way this game works it's a little lighthearted and funny but uh what, very uh, interesting what is the male he... uh the guy who can't take no for an answer or the... won't take no for oh, an okay. answer and of course the second to the last line in the lyrics that i pulled up is okay she says okay fine just another drink then so like did she finally just give up trying yeah and i mean you can I'm probably going to take it in a direction. Well, that no, and that's good. And, and want to. I was kind of joking at first, but I, I'm kind of glad that we have the age variance amongst us, even in the prevention team and just prevention work that we do. So, yeah, take it away, Tiff. No, it's the okay, fine, just another drink. Then you see that a lot where, and across the ages where it's you just kind of give up and you're like, I'm over arguing. You clearly don't want me to leave, and you know. If I'm going to take it a step that I could probably get a little bit of uh, backlash for being like, why are you taking it that far? But that's kind of, we're already doing that um, to the point where it's like, gosh, you're, you're really acting like you're not wanting me to leave. Okay, well, let me just comply to keep my own maybe sense of safety there. And like I said, that could be reading really far into it. But just from my perspective, that's how I see that with so much persistence of yeah. where you're like, whoa, I'm kind of uncomfortable now, but I'm also a little nervous now, so I guess I guess I'll stay. Do you think and I think probably one of the things we haven't heard much about it this year is the media and everyone's so focused on COVID and everything. Uh but I do know it was either last year or maybe the past couple of years where where this was a big deal. Are people taking it too far? Should we, we should we be concerned about something like this? I, it's a I mean, and I'm I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here, but yeah. it's a classic. It's a you know it's it's a standard Christmas song, and um, and I think that that's a a fair point, and that's what you see whenever um, somebody does say, "Hey, like this, yeah, this was the idea way back when, but this is actually kind of inappropriate now." And times are changing, and not everybody yeah. is. Um, not everybody sees it the same way, and not sure. everybody sees uh, these just different views, and not everybody agrees, and that's fine. But I think when you get a big majority who are like, "Hey, this is uh, this is pretty pretty blatantly not okay." Whenever you're talking about, I really can't stay. Well, baby, don't hold out, and you know that kind of language just invites unhealthy boundaries yeah and whenever this came to light on how negative this really was i think it was a lot of people who were recognizing that we are um giving a lot of power to an a song that's 
very unhealthy. And I mean, that happens in music across the board anyway, but it was just recognizing that what was okay back then isn't viewed as okay as it is now. And I think at some point in this podcast series, we'll take a look at song lyrics in general, not Mm -hmm. just holiday songs, but especially like today's song lyrics, which... Yeah. I'll have to brush this up on myself. Oh, 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 believe me, I know. <laughs> well, let me ask Will, uh, and Will, I don't know if you if you heard, obviously you probably know, I guess it was last year, John Legend recut the song to make it more appropriate for the times. Was that something that needed to be done, or? Uh, yeah, I... Um... I guess we could debate whether it needed to be done. I think when you look at the original song, my thoughts are just when you have these questions about how did we get to where we are in society around sexual violence and what we talk about so much sexual assault. Obviously, people want blatant examples in their face and it just the culture has just trickled into Christmas songs that we've yeah. sang year after year, I think. And so uh, I think what John Legend did is admirable, you know, uh, to come out and say that he supports that and to to change it up. You know, we've looked at those videos and, and, um, and you know, read through the lyrics. And, of course, it is definitely changing the attitude. You get the reflection of the change in attitude around the, the song through his remake, yeah. that's for sure. Well, and just to give an example, like in the original... Uh, in the first verse, uh, she says, my mother will start to worry. And he says, beautiful, what's your hurry? And then in John Legend's version, the male says, but I can call you a ride. Um, some about, she doesn't say what's in this drink. She asks, uh, what if I have one more drink? And his response is, it's your body and your choice. Um and then in John Legend's version, she says, I ought to say, no, 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 sir. And then he says, then you really ought to go, go, go. So it's like he's definitely giving, you know, Respecting giving her the boundaries, giving her permission. He doesn't, well, clearly he still kind of says he doesn't really want her to go. But mm-hmm. again, it's her, it's, it's, it's her call. So. It's very interesting to just. Um, from somebody who hasn't paid attention to either of these sets of lyrics. I live <laughs> under a rock, apparently. Um, but it's, it's nice to see, I guess, with fresh eyes and just see the real difference and the respect difference there from this female-male dynamic from the original yeah. song to how John Legend um, redid it. And, I mean, coming from somebody who works in this, field Mm -hmm. and who reads into just about everything um it's it's nice i i think that there's not a lot of harm that comes from changing something to healthier language that's gonna be a positive influence on a classic christmas song well you know like anything else i mean the 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 song was met with controversy and then john legend did his song and that was met with controversy for the people who didn't think there was anything wrong with the original. And so uh, another song I was wanting to look at is maybe something, I don't know if I'll say it's a little more obscure. I don't think it really caught the spotlight as uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. But there's another song 
uh, called Santa Baby. Um, and it's been it's been redone several times. Whenever I was looking, whenever I was looking this up on uh, YouTube the other day, it's been recut uh, by I think Madonna did a version of it. Um, I was trying to think who else. Of course, again here again, the good old um, the good old Googles won't will never let me down. Eartha Kitt, Gwen Stefani, Marilyn Monroe. Um. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, Michael. Bu- Buble. Buble. Thank you. I always feel like I'm going to say something dirty when I, I say his name. So. <laughs> I say his name. Plus one for me. Uh, but uh, they they've all cut the song. Original original uh, song was Eartha Kit, and opening up Stewart's trivia bag again. Eartha Kit was the original Catwoman in the Batman TV series from the '60s. I just wowed both of y'all, I can tell. So there you there. So there you go. Uh but this song, if you don't uh and again, I, I was actually singing it earlier for, for Tiffany and she said I should have led the podcast with it, but no. Um uh but it's some it's sung from a woman's point of view. The woman is very materialistic, obviously. She's asking Santa for a sable under the tree. Uh, she says, you know, she says she's been an awfully good girl. She wants a 54 convertible. Um, then she says, this is like, and I'm taking this, is the, the sacrifices she's made to be good for Santa. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Next year, I could be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. So you kind of take that to mean... What you do... Um, in your free time, whether it be kissing a whole bunch of fellas or having fun, and may that be going out or anybody's version of fun, is bad. And that's how, that's how I take this from my lovely early twenties. Okay, hey, no, that's that's uh, no, that, that's that's <laughs> is, cool. Is that I haven't been maybe going out and having a good time. I've been keeping to myself, maybe celibacy, some version of that. Um, I could be just as good next year if you check off my list. So it equates being good with not being with people in whichever form or fashion you want to take that. Right. Um, and those is that's also something that you see in society on how um, you still see it and how much a woman goes out, maybe parties or hooks up with people versus how much a guy goes out and parties and hooks up with people. It's looked at differently. And so, well, yeah. And that's one of the things that, you know, we talk about in the old prevention, you know, bag of tricks, you know, that always pull out, you know, you take two sets of the same behavior, one with a boy, one with a girl, the guy goes out and has a lot of um, different girlfriends and has a lot of sexual relationships. And, you know, he's, you know, he's a stud and you take the woman that does the exact same thing and she's a slut. Yeah. You know, um, I would be interested to, you know, I'd love to hear Michael Buble's take on this song because the way this is sung, you know, it's all, it just, it's to me, it's just saying it's, it's obviously, uh, from a woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess that one line about, you know, I've been holding back my sexuality and I haven't been expressing it, 
in hopes of Santa will notice and I'll be good. You know, that I've been good. Yeah. And is that healthy or not? Or I, am I reading that right? Yeah. Maybe I'm not even reading that right. Yeah, I think that if we back up a little bit and talk about like gender socialization, clearly this sets the attitudes, right? That the the female must be very needy, very materialistic, and that Santa, who represents the man in this song, controls all of that, right? And depending on how that female acts, he can reward her with these things. So both from the female side, it just kind of projects this attitude that she must be materialistic and must want these things in order to obtain them. She has to make some sort of concessions, uh, you know, uh, to Santa in order to get those things. So I think it goes yeah. back to just the ideas around gender. And then there's some power and control built into that as well, I think. And, you know, I guess with a lot of times, I always feel like I need to say, look, you know, I'm not. And I think all of us are saying, look, guys, you know, we're not telling you not to enjoy Christmas songs and even enjoy these songs. Now, I think there's some people that will take take it to the extreme and i think some radio stations banned the the uh, baby it's cold outside song and all of that uh but i think a lot of times you just need to kind of sit back and take a look at i know i've had conversations with other people here at the agency and someone in in particular uh that she was just singing along with her two kids on the radio not even paying attention to what the lyrics are saying, and if you really take a look at some lyrics, uh, man, maybe I don't need maybe I don't need to be be bopping uh, to the tunes with my with my kiddos, you know that with the message that that's, that that song is implying. And I think so. that's important to say is, you know, we're not here to just uh, just rip these apart and say no. if you listen to them, then you're bad and you're not doing this and that right. Of course not, but exactly. But it's definitely important to just acknowledge, like, you know, this is what this is saying. Um, not everybody's mm-hmm. going to read into it the way that we do. Sure. But just to say, you know, there there is gender socialization there. Um, and Baby It's Cold Outside, that one's, that one's got quite a bit in there. Well, and these were the two that kept popping up because I, I, you know, I was trying to personally think of other songs. I was specifically trying to find, um, sexualized content, uh, the gender socialization, the, the sexist attitudes and, um, and things, and things like that. And these were the two that just kept pop it up Uh and of course maybe it's cold outside because it really made headlines a few years ago um what we want to try to do is maybe and well i don't i'm already saying this i guess i'll go ahead and say it now so maybe i shouldn't say it in case it falls through uh but i think we're going to try to maybe take a look at some christmas movies and tv shows and some scenes in those and air in the future and uh, kind of talk about talk about those. So maybe movie time pretty soon. We're either uh, going to be for the or prevention. Be hated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. But anyway, um, I just wanted to kind of touch on this. I know, uh, you know, it, we are getting into the Christmas season. Just kind of wanted to take a look at this and kind of also still have the theme of prevention. Does anybody have anything closing they want to say? I just we're think good. that uh, again, like like you were saying, all the things that we work around uh, gender socialization, sexual assault they 
they sneak into our life everywhere, and this is just another example. All right. Well, if you have a question or a comment about anything that we discussed today, you can email us. Our email address is conversationsandconnections at fccet.com. And we also have a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week hotline. If you feel like you need our agency services for any reason or to get in touch with us, you can also call 1-800-828-7233. That's one 800 828-7233. And as always, remember, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else.